really on the plug, really on the plug. Really and we are back. You already know that's right. Back again for another episode of the Hoop Plug. Yes, sir. And not no special, regular, regular Hoop Plug. You know what I'm saying? This is the Hoop Plug Saturdays. This is them Hoop Plug Live. You know what I'm saying? Bringing that flavor to your ear, coming at you in your living room on the weekend. You know what I'm saying? And as always, it's one of your hosts, Faraz. And I got with me my brother, my partner in crime, Stir Fry to the top. How you yes, feeling, my sir. brother? And you know we're here. I'm feeling good. Thank you for asking, my guy. We're here to fill in that gap. You know, I know a lot of y'all, you might be listening to your first thing, first things first, your, your first take. Maybe you, you like Skip and Shannon. Well, guess what? The Hoop Plug is going to be here for your Saturdays to fill you in, running all the way through NBA season. And I know there's a lot for us to talk about. We got a great show planned for you guys. We could talk about the drama with Draymond or Russ stop being in huddles. But now is not the time for that. Okay, now is the time to celebrate the beautiful game we love. Okay, opening week is here. We got some great matchups to kick it off. Celtics 76ers, Lakers Warriors, it's all happening on TNT. We get to see Shaq, Chuck, and the gang back again, breaking in a new NBA season. Back again, man, and it feels so good, man. You know, and what better way to kick this bad boy off than super matchup you know what i mean two of the superpowers in the eastern conference really poised to take the next step this year you got the last year's finalists and hopefully some some this year wanting to be finalists right we got the celtics 76ers to kick it off man so before i get into it man these are two powerhouses like i mentioned before in the eastern conference man the celtics have just made a crazy run the sixers we didn't think they could get much better and it looks like they have where does james harden fit in all of this you know what I mean? Yeah, we had Doc Rivers talking a little crazy before the season. He's saying, I expect from James magic mixed with a lot more scoring. Okay, well, <laughs> if he does that, he's probably winning another MVP. And I don't know how much you expect him to score playing alongside last year's scoring champion Joel Embiid. But either way, if you're getting the 20-point-per-game Harden, I'm not even asking for that for much more. Man, that, that really changes the the whole structure of that 76er offense oh yeah oh yeah instead of just you know uh dump it to the post inside outside back inside um you have a true facilitator one of the greats of the game man not only is he one of the greatest scorers of all time right but james harden can pass the rock you know he can make his teammates better when he's ready and we know at times that's something that he prefers to do than scoring right I'm going to touch on that quote by Doc Rivers. You could tell he was sitting there kind of looking, looking into the abyss, thinking like, what's going to sound nice right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me say, let me say magic with better score. And like, all right, let's not get carried away, right? Um, James Harden will never be Magic Johnson in terms of his passing. However, Magic Johnson will never be James Harden, right? So James Harden is a package all in his own. So if we can get some of those assist numbers and we can get the consistent scoring, the 25 PPGs. And you said your standards are even a little lower, 20 points per game. You're good with him. I think he could do the 25 and 10. I think it's very possible. They got weapons. They got shooters. They got Joel Embiid, who should have been an MVP last year, but we're not going to get into that right now. You know, well, yeah. If he's doing twenty-five and ten, you know, Joel's gonna do twenty-five and ten rebounds. They're looking like the best duo in the league if that happens. So, man, uh, I know Sixers fans want to see it. We'll see if it happens on the other sideline in that Celtics Sixers matchup. We got another storyline, right? First game without Ma Udoka as the head coach, man, in the sidelines. How will the Celtics look? I mean, it's gonna be—I uh, can't think of the coach's name, but it's gonna be his first time 
with the clip book in hand. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see how they adjust to that. Does the offense look different? Do their defense look different? Or is it just the same bunch running off fumes? And I don't anticipate too much of a drop-off from their performance last year, even with, you know, M.A. out of here a little for just for a little bit. Um, it's still his system. It's still his style of play. It's still what he's implemented with the guys. I mean, I know that this is a younger team for the most part. Uh, we can't forget now Jason Tatum's been in the year league almost six years now. Time is starting to fly, right? He's not a young buck like before. But regardless, a young team for the most part. The, the impact of their coach not being at the sideline is going to be felt. However, I think the talent on this team and everything that you have as a package is just built well together. So I don't expect too much of a drop-off. Will he be missed? Undoubtedly. You know, um, this is going to be a great matchup. I think Joel Embiid is really going to eat here. I would, I'm going to really love the uh, Jason Tatum-James Harden matchup. They might not be matched up on defense. You might have Jalen Brown guarding James Harden. Before we even get into anything else, man, you, you see James Harden starting off the season with 30? Mm. Marcus Smart, Malcolm Brogdon, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. <laughs> I'm going to have to say no. I'm going to have to say no. They're going to have to run through the big fella, at least for game one. But, yep. uh, yeah. I could see yep. – I'm, I'm thinking like 22 and 10 game one for, for James. Very very respectable. Basically, the numbers he put up last year. Um, so, yeah. Great game. Very excited. Looking forward to it. Best of luck to these two teams. Uh, moving on. Very entertaining game, which we got a little piece of during the preseason. You know, it was a lot of fun. You know, there's uh, and it's funny enough, these two teams have a lot of backstory with them, especially right now, a lot of drama, you know, uh, but it's the Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. Oh, yeah. What a nightcap. You know, Charles is going to have some fun with them after on the pregame postgame. But yeah, like you oh, said, yeah. a lot of questions there. These two franchises aren't even worried about what's going on on the outside. They're just trying to fix it. It's in-house at the moment. And there's a lot of questions for the Lakers. Some of it got answered with the unfortunate injury of Russell Westbrook. His first <laughs> game coming off the bench in the NBA. And uh, it didn't work too well. He didn't like it so much. He said, I'm going to take myself out. Hamstring, gone. <laughs> <laughs> man it's so convenient too russ is like ah see what happens when you start me off the bench i don't get enough time to warm up tear a hamstring y'all messing up you know fate fate can be so beautiful but sometimes so cruel oh 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 so cruel and uh, i think these are one of those times man i expected russell westbrook to really prove the haters wrong you know i'm not telling you that we're gonna see triple dub russ with efficiency, causing the Lakers to win. But I was thinking, man, he could play an impact role off the bench, come give you points and bunches and energy and bunches and playmaking and rebounding bunches. Just everything that Russ does, you know, at 100%. Now, we ain't going to get to see that for a little while. You know, it's not too, too serious of injury. However, it's interesting. <laughs> it's also maybe a possible blessing in disguise for the Lakers and Darvin Ham. If that's what you really wanted to do, and we saw the messaging behind it, Darvin Ham is working his media chops. Maybe that's part of why he got paid and got this opportunity. But he said this is not a demotion, but a realignment. And uh, if there's any situation that makes bringing your MVP point guard off the bench easier, it's him coming back from injury. Oh, we're just going to ease you back into the lineup. You run and lead this second group. So... Hey, this might work out if it works, if he's playing well, leading that second unit, which is in theory the best role for him on this Lakers team. Hey, maybe he doesn't need to ever come back as a starter. <laughs> yeah, 
That's true. That's true. And that's the thing you said it. Um, you never know what you need until it's necessity or how you're going to, you know, react or play in situation until you're in a situation of need. Right. And so maybe that's what it comes down to for Russell Westbrook and these Los Angeles Lakers, you know, an untimely injury and, you know, his movement to the bench for him to really understand and accept that role and to be able to play in that role, you know? So yeah. facts. So we'll see. That's going to be interesting. Hopefully that injury is not anything that's going to keep him out for too long, a stretch of time, because um, that's definitely not what we want to see. On the other definitely. side of things, though, in that final preseason game that took place on Friday, we got to see Draymond Green, Jordan Poole share a court together. Clay returned for his first and only preseason game this year. Warriors, fully healthy. And we saw some positive signs from Draymond and Jordan Poole. Couple daps, you know, couple high yeah. fives. These are two professionals, and it looks like at least through one game, they're not letting the punch affect their relationship on the court. I think it was blown out of proportion, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. Fights happen all the time in the NBA. The problem here is the video got leaked. That is the problem. Other than that, the video doesn't get leaked. You hear a report about it. You don't understand the seriousness of the situation. You're just like, ah, teammates fight. You love it. You keep it pushing, right? But I don't blame the Warriors for pursuing the action that they're pursuing because whoever released that video just set off a ticking time bomb that's going to basically blow up this team's chemistry. And that's the thing. It's the visual effect of it. You hear about it. You don't see it. You're like, ah, they worked it out. But now after you see the video, all you're thinking about on the court is, oh, how are they going to react to each other? Are they going to show each other love? These guys are teammates. They've played together for years. Draymond Green has been one of Jordan Poole's biggest supporters throughout his career when he was bouncing around between the league and the G League. You know, I say all that to say this. These guys are brothers. Brothers fight. Me and my brother have gotten into some serious fights. But guess what? I still love them. <laughs> you know? So uh, I say we take that with a grain of salt. But we can't put away the visual effect of things. And I think it's going to impact this Warriors team in the long run. Because guess what? Draymond and Jordan could be best friends for the rest of the season. But it's always going to be the punch. Should Draymond be here? Blah, blah, blah. And that all comes down to the Warriors not being able to keep that video in-house. That's true. Because it's not only what you think. It's, it's everyone. It's the media asking questions now. It's the way your family yeah. kind of looks at you. Like, damn, you didn't. Why aren't you sticking up for yourself? It's a lot of other people getting in between a relationship between two. Um, so, like you said, that was it all changed when that video got out. But, guys, it's not only going to be Tuesday night because on Wednesday we're coming back. ESPN's got a cool full slate as well. Knicks, Grizzlies, my Knicks taking it down to Memphis. And I saw ticket prices only $7 to get in the building down in Memphis. Whoa. Damn near crew. I don't I don't understand. Memphis Tennessee, y'all not showing out for your Grizzlies. Y'all got a good squad. They're an exciting. I think it's bunch. the opposite, bro. I think they're trying to pack the I think they're trying to pack the arena to the brim. That, that seven bucks, it. you're gonna get a lot. You're gonna get a lot of people there. I know I'd be there for seven bucks, even if it's in the cheap <laughs> seats. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. We're gonna see if Kenny but that is cheap, gets though. to yeah, we're going to see if Kenny Lofton gets to sniff a rotation. Jalen Brunson making his <laughs> debut. R.J. Barrett trying to come back and build on a 20-point-per-game season before the age of 21. A lot a lot to look out for in that opener. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. going to be exciting. You said it, and I'm most excited to see Brunson's debut and John Morant taking that next step and see how he 
you know, brings this season in. Yeah, yeah. Memphis, one of the more talented rosters in the league, really with the, an insane ceiling. A lot of guys you look at and like, all right, he's going to take another step. Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, the list goes on and on. They got a lot of young talent, and, and that's all headlined by 22, John Morant. Should be exciting. Should be exciting. The next game up, this one is going to be – this is going to be popping. This is going to be scoring. This is going to be action, right? You got the Dallas Mavericks versus the Phoenix Suns, right? Big game. You got Lucas back. New look Mavericks. You know, you got the Suns with DeAndre Ayton, who they didn't want. So it's going to be an interesting game. New ownership. Yeah, man. A lot of change, like you mentioned. Luka, Dinwiddie, Seawood, Mavs. This is their first game together. Seawood coming off the bench because that's Jason Kidd's MO. Uh, we'll see how that works out. Suns first action, like you mentioned. No Jay Crowder, who was a big glue guy. They're inserting Cam Johnson into that starting role, I believe. So that's going to be interesting to see. Um, two umtempo teams, too. So, man, <sighs> NBA is in good hands. This is a, this is a good two games. I, I would have probably argued maybe get the Nets in there if you can. Uh, you got any gripes with the lineup for the first four games? Any gripes? No way, bro. The first eight games, really, right? <laughs> so you got Monday and Wednesday. Everything is great. Um, again, would have loved to see the Bulls earlier in the season, but you know you got to get the Knicks love, but the Grizzlies, with how they performed last year, you're going to see their names a lot more in headline news and in major national games, you know? Yeah, you said it. You want to see the Nets. You want to see the Stars. You wanted to see. I want to see the Clippers ASAP. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna be waiting on that. Wouldn't have been mad if they got one of these. You know, but at the same time, not mad at all. The Knicks are a new squad. The Grizzlies are coming off a great season, like you said. All their young guys are gonna take that next step. The Mavs are the Mavs. You got Luca, who we think Luca should be the next Braun, but it's like one season he's great, one season he's okay, next season he's fantastic, next season he's like okay, then he gets to the playoffs, he's the best. So now let's see what he does this year around, you know? So uh, I'll be interested for that. And then the Suns, man, I mean, they're looking to really make up for the season that they had last year. And we all expected them to make another deep run into the playoffs and potentially the finals, which, you know, we didn't see that. So let's see what the Suns are able to do. And hopefully this new ownership can play a part in that. Yeah, I hope Jose Alvarado didn't spill the tea on how to stop Chris Paul. That full-court <laughs> pressure seemed to get to him. He it kind of wore him down. We know he's an injury-prone 6 nothing guard, so I don't know. We'll see if Father Time can catch up, if Jose Alvarado let the cat out the bag, or if Chris Paul comes <laughs> back and dominates. But you said something, bro. We got some things to look forward to. And uh, that doesn't end there. There's some awards. I want NBA fans who plug faithful to keep their eyes on throughout the 2022-2023 season. And the first being, all hell to King, LeBron. He's going to be leading scorer, not only for NBA history, but also top five in assists all time by the end of this season. He needs 291 assists to pass Steve Nash for fourth all time. And guess what? LeBron has only recorded at least 350 of them things in each of his last 19 seasons. <laughs> yes, sir. So that one's going to be easy. Um, the scoring one was a gimme, right? We all knew it was coming. It's been talked about for years. We never thought anyone would pass Kareem. Kareem was just playing there with for years, just playing. He's like, ah, ain't nobody going to catch me. Let me just put up another 10 a, 10 a season, another 12 a season. You know, ah, I'm 80. Let me play another game. Nah, <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah, no, for a long time, everyone's like, this record is untouchable. LeBron James came and showed us that he is not human being once again. Potential to reach... Number one in scoring all time, 
top five in assists all time. And he's also fifth in triple doubles, right? Um, four away from Jason Kidd, who's number four, you know? Um, it's very possible for LeBron James to get four triple doubles in a season. It's not something that uh, we'd be surprised if it happened. Now, father time is a real thing. Don't expect him out the gate to get a 30-point, 15-assist, 10-rebound triple-double, right? It's not Miami, but I could see LeBron James getting a couple of things off this season and maybe another oh, couple off next season. Absolutely. I think he passes Jake Kidd this year, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know who's number one in triple-doubles all time? Not Russ? Yeah, yeah. His own teammate, yeah. Russell Westbrook. And he, I yeah. think he's about six away from becoming the first player in NBA history to have 200 triple doubles. 200 triple. He was really stacking them up in OKC. But my boy was wilding. <laughs> yeah. Had to raise the eyebrows on that one. Sheesh. We talking. Yeah. We were. I remember being in middle school like, Oscar Robinson's the GOAT. He has a triple double for a season. Russell Westbrook got two of them things. Plus, you know. Yeah. Russell kind of erased a lot of Oscar's legacy because I remember old heads like, I'd be playing that ball at the courts, and they'd be like, Oscar Robertson, he's the great that no one ever talked about. You know what a triple-double is, young man? And, well, if and he, if, now that argument's a little bit dead. You can't really give him that crown no more. Well, I was going to say, it's something about that triple-double stat that doesn't get love or what? Because Oscar Robertson got put in the shadows. Russ getting put in the shadows. Like, yeah. and we, part of we talk about a triple-double. If you imagine being like Oscar, right? He's still alive. You kind of see that record you could cling on to for 40 years. You were Mr. Triple-Double, and now he's Mr. Triple-Double. What are you <laughs> left with? I think that's how Kareem is feeling because there was some reports, and LeBron was asked about it. LeBron says he has no relationship with Kareem, and he's not even looking for one. And I that won't that. come as a surprise for a lot of you LeBron fans, Brown stands, Brown sexuals, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> because <laughs> Kareem has repeatedly taken shots at Brown. And it's kind of been for questionable things, right? Like, he, he should have been louder against the vaccine. LeBron's vaccinated. He should have done more for, for social justice. Who, who's doing more in the NBA? Like, it's, it's head scratchers. And you wonder if there's a little bit of jealousy there. You wouldn't think so for a guy that's been as good to the game as LeBron is. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of frosty right now between the two greats. <laughs> It's going to be weird. They're done in the same colors. When he passes his record, you 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 got to so face. You know what I mean? Like, Kareem's got to be in up. the building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt, man. Um, You said it. And I kind of feel bad for him, right? You cling on to this thing for so long, right? Uh, Kareem's been clinging on to this thing since the 80s. Oscar Robertson probably since the 60s or 70s. I don't want to put it, make him too old, right? But, um... Yeah, the relationship between LeBron and, and Kareem kind of surprised me because these are two of two guys who have been the face of the league at one point in time. You know, have more similarities than you would assume more similarities than things that weren't the same, right? Um, I'm interested about it, but at the same time, I'm not surprised because at the end of the day, Alpha's going butt heads and Kareem's an Alpha, LeBron's an Alpha, and I think that's what it comes down to. Plus, Kareem, I have to be real here. I love me some Kareem, but Kareem... He is the aggressor in this one. He's the one who started the beef with LeBron, and LeBron just like, I'm playing the cut bull, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. Yeah. And question, is Kareem is Muslim, right? I think he is. He is. He is. Yeah. I don't know if that 
plays a part because um, there is a part of the Muslim community that, I, that I've read online has a problem with LeBron because he, he's not talking. He's not. He's quick to stand up for other social social uh, disadvantaged groups, but the whole China situation, and I think there there has the Muslims some, over there. Yeah, there I, there's something shady going on. I still have to do more research before I can speak on it publicly, but yeah, there's definitely yeah. something shady going on with Bron and them cutting him that big B check. He seems like he's he's piped down on that issue. So yeah. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. At the end of the day, right, there's only so many things you could do and so many issues you can tackle, right? And I wouldn't be surprised, and this is coming from a Muslim person, if LeBron just wasn't aware or maybe not as educated as this topic as he is the other ones because it's not in his face as with these other ones where it's, you know, it's almost as if you either are obliged to stand up or you're, you have no principle, right? Whereas these situations, it's not in your face. It's not as... Uh, it's not as visceral. I say all that to say this, man. LeBron James, the Michael Jordans, the Tom Brady's, the Cristiano Ronaldo's are always going to be held to a higher standard than everybody else. Oh, they did this, but why didn't they do that? Oh, they, they took care of this, but they're dropping the ball in this. It's like at the end of the day, instead of appreciating the good that they do, we sometimes want to point the finger at some of the things they might have overlooked or not been able to do, right? Because we are all human beings. So yeah. um, I do want to say I take that with a grain of salt because... Bron Bond, for the most part, man, that guy is a justice, a social justice warrior. Like, he's always outspoken. He always lets it known how he's felt. Um, and I think if he knew more about it, if he had the opportunity to research it and study it, I think he'd talk about it. But uh, LeBron's also an educated, smart guy. He's not going to talk about something he also doesn't really know much about. So That's well said. Yeah. That's well said. And it's also not easy to find too much info on that. China keeps stuff locked down. Locked down, bro. Yeah, Lo yeah. Lockdown. But back to back to the season, guys. LeBron's not the only one breaking records this year. For us, I, I want to ask you another question. Because speaking of records, we'd all know the Greek freak Giannis has a lot of them. Out of these following team records, which ones for the franchise, Milwaukee Bucks, do you think he holds? Bucks all-time points leader. Bucks all-time blocks leader. Bucks all-time free throw made leader. And free throw attempted leader. I'm going to go with all... Four of them thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. You right. You right. <laughs> Let's go. This man is, this man is owning the books for, for Milwaukee. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, it's funny. Yeah, I was about to at first, so without cutting you off, I was about to first say, well, it's always got to be the most obscure one. So I was going to be like, it's got to be free throw. But I'm like, wait a minute. Wait just a gosh darn second. Kareem was not in Milwaukee for that long. And Michael Red has not outscored Giannis Antetokounmpo. So... Yeah, he's all of them. But yeah, I just have yeah, to get that yeah, off. Yeah, and just a shot at the Milwaukee Bucks past history, even though they're good now. He's like top five and threes made over there. That's crazy. Oh that is ridiculous. Whereas <laughs> Golden State, like Steph Curry probably has five of the top five seasons. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And he's on pace, Giannis, is to, to break three more of those all-time Bucks records this year, too. I mean, this man's just going to run away with the books. I don't know if anyone will catch up to him. Yeah, I mean, unless you, you know, it won't be anytime soon, right? Because we anticipate Giannis to be here for at least another six to eight years where he's going to have an impact in the league. You know what I mean? I don't know. He, he got drafted, what, 13? So he's got some time. He's in his 10th year. I wouldn't be surprised he puts up another 10. So Giannis is the man, bro. He is the greatest Milwaukee buck of all time. If we're just taking Mil Milwaukee, right? Because he won a chip. 
Kareem, Lou Alcindor won a chip, right? He's won the MVPs, the scoring, the he's the greatest buck of all time. Now, it's going to take somebody drafted 15 years from now to be a stud from the day they walk into the league and stay with the Milwaukee Bucks at least 10 years, right? And be dominant during that time period. I think that's what it takes for anyone else to run away with those records. But until then, Giannis has got them on lock. They're his, you know? That's facts. And not to keep putting you on the trivia hot seat, but the next player with the most team records, who would you guess, right? You got to think how loyal was this guy? Milwaukee? On the same team for... No, just active players with with the next highest amount of team franchise records. This might sound crazy, but I'm going to say Derrick Rose. No, I'm mm. tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. It is a point guard, though. It's Michael Jordan is the Bulls. I'm What the f*** am I talking about? Um, <laughs> excuse my French, sorry. Um, shoot, a point guard. Not Chris Conference. Paul with New Orleans. That's, no, that's a good guess. No. Okay. I, I might need you to give Dame. it to me. It's Dame. Oh, Dame okay. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, he's holding that thing down. I would eventually got into that one. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. All right. Next up, bro. We got we to gotta have a little discussion. Speaking of the predictions, things we're looking forward to. And on the topic of point guards, there's two all-new teams for the 22-23 season. And we're discussing which one of these guys will have a bigger impact. And they're both in the same city of Los Angeles. John Wall, Patrick Beverly, both point guards holding it down for their respective squads in L.A. Which of these guys will have the bigger impact next season? Oh, to me, the question is simple. We already know what time it is in L.A., and I ain't talking about them Lakers. I'm talking about them Clippers, bruh. John Wall, man. Kawhi Leonard. The gang is back. Paul George. John Wall has been looking amazing, right? He's been finishing at the rim. He's been facilitating. He's been behind in the back. And he's been full court, fast breaks. You love to see. He's been dugging, goddammit. Is this 2011? <laughs> you know? Pat Bev, he, his impact is going to be felt. You know what I mean? He's a defensive stalwart. They brought him in to make an impact with Russell going down. You're going to see that role even increase more. But we're talking about John Wall, baby. The guy got a song after him, right? He's going to take the next step this year. His impact is going to be felt. He's going to be up there in assists. And this Clippers team is going to be in the Western Conference Finals. That's how I feel about it. Okay, okay. I'm I'm just as excited as you because the first time we see that transition behind the back euro from John Wall at his house of highlights, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but if we're looking at this question, Pat Bev, John Wall, impact, who's it going to be? They're both going to have to contribute in other ways than scoring because neither of them are the first or second option with the superstars they got in their backcourts. Facts. But it's really John Wall's passing versus Pat Bev's defense. What's going to have the bigger impact? And in theory, they're two perfect complements in terms of skill sets with their superstar counterparts. You're looking at counterparts. You're looking at Patrick Beverly's defense and three-point spot-up capabilities next to Anthony Davis on the low post and LeBron driving through like the Swiss Army knife he is. And then John Wall's transition game, his playmaking ability, his timely bucket making finding his wings his all world wings i mean <laughs> the upside of john wall i can't argue with you it's there he's been an all-star but there is uh you know what you're getting quality to patrick beverly 
True. And the reliable nature of what he does, he's not missed the playoffs, is going to be important. Um, Wall is one of many in the Clippers depth chart. You know, he feels like more of a luxury than a need with how deep that squad is. But the Lakers are going to really need Pat Bev, especially with this hamstring injury to Russell Westbrook. I'm just going with the more surefire pick. And that's just because he's played the last two seasons. So I'm going to go with Pat Beverly, but it's close. We all know John Wall is capable. If he's healthy, he puts together 70 games. It's going to be him, especially because, like you said, they're going to be playing deeper into the playoffs. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I'm with you there, you know, um, in terms of your takes. However, like you know, we're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. I'm going to go John Wall. You're going to go Pat Bevan. I think we both understand why the other went that way. I My favorite thing about what you said is, um, we could quote that one, right? You know what you're going to get with Pat Bev. And that's what I love about it, right? There's no question marks. You know he's going to come in. He's probably going to give you 10 to 12 points a game. Great defense. He's going to do some facilitating for you. He's going to spot up at three and spread the floor. You know what you're going to get all day, every day. John Wall, we haven't seen how he quite fits into the system quite yet. So there might be some question marks still. But still, it's John Wall, baby. So, you know, I'm going to do the John Wall all the way to the bank. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. Okay. Can't get, yes, can't get mad at that one. You know, I'm yes, rooting sir. for it too. John Wall was one of our, he was one of those guys that like the first guys I followed through his hoop mixtape up until the league. You know what I'm saying? And he was dancing for half his hoop mixtape. <laughs> it was. Nah, bro, <laughs> we got to give it to him. I don't think anybody has ever in the history of Dougieing has hit the Dougie quite as well as John Wall. I think John Wall Dougie's better than oh, what is it? New, what is uh the New Era Boys? What are they? Oh, New Boys, New Boys, New yeah. Boys, yeah. Redskins jeans. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Oh, yes, man, sir. Back. I'm telling you, yeah. taking me back to them seventh grade days. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. With that well, being gotta, said, though, sorry, Ty, go ahead. I was gonna say we got to finish it off with this last topic. Right, we couldn't go a full episode and not touch on it. Draymond connecting with five fingers to Jordan Poole's jaw. I can tell you right now, this is a quote by Stephen A. on first take. I can tell you right now, Draymond Green is expecting to be his last year in Gold State. He wants to be a Laker. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I think that was a little bit brash, and I feel like Draymond, after it, like the world semi-closing in on him, and he probably feels that way. Yeah, they don't want me here. Damn it, I'm, I'm going to just go run it with Braun. But I think once the dust settles, once he finds out he's not getting suspended, his views change. You know, another winning year, his views change even more. So while I think Stephen A is not making this up, I think Draymond in the moment was like, I got to get out of here. I, I don't see that as the likely outcome. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm going to be honest, if Draymond isn't going to get a max at Golden State, he's for damn sure not getting a max in Los Angeles. So if that's the route that he's choosing, hey, my brother, you might as well go over to like Orlando or something. You get the max over there. You get the max in Detroit. That's for sure. So depends really what you're looking for. I see it. It's a possibility. But I don't think Draymond wants to leave. I think Draymond wants to retire a warrior. I mean, you're going to have your ups. You're going to have your downs, right? But... KD was there and Draymond stayed. They gonna get rid of him for Jordan Poole? <laughs> like I think he, I think he'll stick it out, and I think Jordan Poole will stick it out, and I think eventually this will be something that we just talk about, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Golden State has till Monday to give an extension to Jordan Poole. So, but I mean, damn. By the time we get this out, 
he might be under a new contract. But where it was like a 50-50 situation between both Poole and Draymond getting extensions, I think it's definitely shifted to like a 75-25 situation in Poole's favor. Yes. I think Draymond realized this. I think that quote was, I don't believe Golden State's going to give me my money. And whether it's a sign and trade, whether it's him just simply walking in free agency, I think he's starting to come to peace with the fact that he probably doesn't finish his career in a blue and yellow jersey. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you there. I, I think he understands the realities of the situation. Um, although we know that this team couldn't have won the championships that they've won without Draymond, I think that out of all the pieces, he's probably the least valuable, or at least it appears or is looked at that way, right? And now you have somebody coming in, a third member, to fit in that role and can do all the things that your two stars can do and is younger, better, doesn't facilitate, doesn't play defense, but Jordan Poole has really looked, been looking like he's him. Like, honestly, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, take that with a grain of salt. Especially since he's chirping in your ear, too. So, ah, not an easy spot for Draymond. All right, that's going to do it. Before we get out of here, I want to tell you guys about the best beard care product line in the game. EvanAlexanderGrooming.com The place... You need to go to get your beard right. I mean, look at mine. Look at Ty's. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't really get much better than here. Plug in, uh, plug in code, promo code, I should say, hoop underscore plug underscore. Check out EvanAlexanderGrooming.com. Supporting them is supporting us and supporting yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever have a weak beard line. EvanAlexanderGrooming.com. <laughs> that being said, that wraps up this week's rendition of Hoop Plug Saturdays. Want to thank everybody for the time. And as always, put some flavor in your ear. Peace. Peace. Nice.